Hello and welcome to episode 12 of If Water Coolers Could Talk. I'm Jesse and this is Danielle. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I can't complain. I mean, I always could, but I'm not going to. There's nothing really wrong. <laughs> Fair enough. You're not going to complain because you haven't uh, got to shovel the driveway that I've got to shovel when we get out of here. So feel no. free to take as long as you want on this episode. <laughs> this will be like our special five-hour episode or something. Because <laughs> that's probably how long it's going to take to clear that driveway. We've had to clear our sidewalks and because we're on the corner. It wraps right around. And then... <sighs> Yeah, but I tend to shovel a little path to the garage because it's not attached, Be because then you can't open yeah. the gate if you don't clear it. And then I gotta mm -hmm. do another path so Jasper can get down to the yard. And then I go to the back Ooh. of the garage <laughs> because I have a little car, so I like to shovel yeah. path there. And uh, yeah, so Christian did in our path twice, and I've done the rest, <laughs> and I think it's fine for right now. It's yeah. not super cold out zero, so there's a chance it'll melt. But Yeah, it's not very cold here either, but the sun is not getting through. It's like a mist. There's a mist everywhere. There's a cloud cover. It's very foggy for days. So the snow oh. is not going to melt, even though it's not that cold. So I'm going to have to get uh, out there. and We have blue skies. It's sunny yeah, out. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Rub it in. While you're at it, you want to, I got a paper cut over here. You want to grind some lemon juice in there? If you want. <laughs> I mean, if you just came back. You seem to enjoy the problems. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's yes. good. And uh, we got our Christmas lights outside. Carlos put them up, but inside I couldn't do it. I mean, we got busy, but I just, I looked at those cats and I'm like, I can't deal with this yet. So this no. weekend they'll go up. I mean, it's close to yeah. Christmas, but I want them up. So Christian and I will do it and we'll get ready because <laughs> I think it's going to be a disaster. Um, my friend Linda sent a little Grinch tree and it's so cute. Oh, I and love all those. the cats were checking it out. But then Lex was like chomping at it. He knocked it over. There's water everywhere. Him and Felix oh, are going boy. nuts. And it's a real tree, so that could just be mm -hmm. the smell. But even the ornament yeah. that's on it, he was going nuts. I'm like, this is like a precursor to the disaster that's going to ensue in my house. Yes. But yes, I'll it is. take some pictures, and they'll look very sweet and cute, and that'll be it. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's how they survive. They unleash unholy terror and then right when you're about to snap they give you those big wide-eyed stares and curl up in your lap purring and, and they start to knead the blanket and you're like fine you're cute and then, and then they get scared jump off and you can't breathe because they've just like jumped off your stomach oh, and it starts yeah. again and you're bleeding because they're scared <laughs> so the claws came out yeah yeah Oh yeah, fantastic. been there. <clears throat> fantastic. All so around. anybody who uh, doesn't have cats, this is what you're in for. If you ever get one, yeah, and now get at all least like, two. We're not going to <laughs> get at least two little yeah. little kittens. Need friends. If you have a spare kitten, then your your legs won't be quite so cut up. Oh, remember we had boobs for um, a year, a year and a bit just booty and he was a bit of a, a crazy ginge and uh he would stalk us i remember yep. 
in that uh, bridal house. Like there was a bit of a landing yeah. to where you go up for the kids' room, and then <laughs> mine was yeah. over. I he would lie flat on the stairs waiting for them. I would mm-hmm. have to pick them up and carry them over, you know? <laughs> and he would still like. So he was going crazy. Like you get your ankles sometimes, and he was just playing. But when Twix came, he yeah. channeled his energies to her. But he still did it. Like there's still times he'd chase you around, and yeah. Amber and Christian both they'd see the look in his eye, and then he'd start quick stomping over to them, and they're like, "No, we've <laughs> all, all three of us had ran and hidden into our bedrooms from him before. Shut the door when you open it. He's fine." Yeah, I remember That's the last. He won the game. Oh, he did win the game. He terrified us. And this is with Twix. But uh, yeah, it was, I think I remember the last time he was uh, really crazy about it. It was in the last place I lived. And he was doing this and then he got me cornered on the stairs on the little landing. (laughs) And I'm like, help! And Carlos came down and he's like, boots, what the hell? Stop the BS! And he comes down. (laughs) Christian's like, oh no. He knew. <laughs> he knew. <laughs> oh, boots. Yeah, Maggie, I still have scars Ooh. on my arm from when we first got her. Yeah. Because she she would play rough. I mean, she was, they, they figured she was on the streets for probably about a year before they caught Aww. her. Um, so her play was not play. Like, she scarred me. I used to have to wear oven mitts. And I was going near her because she would just lose it. But then when we got Bean, uh, Maggie learned to play gentle. And so then I could play with Maggie again and not, you know, bleed for days. And one time I I thought I needed stitches. I probably did because I still have the scar. But I just didn't go for them. So, yeah, get two. Cats are best in pairs. And Twix was tiny. She still is, but she learned everything from Boots. So she's a yeah. tough little lady. Like the, the other two will chase her, but like Jasper, he will, he'll go or whatever at the other two, <laughs> he will run from her. And even yeah. Boots would try and get her food. She growl, he left and he was yeah. twice her size. So she's a little lady. She Anyways. Is. We're so, rambling about our cats, but um, I, I did warn you. You bring up cats, and that's it. End of story. Podcast done. We're talking about cats this week. It is a cat episode because um, I have two stories from the same listener who says that he is our number one fan, by the way, and they're both cat related. <laughs> so I'll read oh, them nice. one at a time. But um, yeah, awesome. And we're also still waiting for some Christmas stories. Christmas party, Christmas whatever yes. work stories. So, because we're going to have that episode coming up, and we want to have Absolutely. all the what did we say? All the jinglies or some? I don't know. It's next all week, the, so all we the need some. Yeah, you we need all the, the jingle. We'll bring the dazzle. <laughs> oh no! makes me think of that meme i think i sent it to you once and i'm That's like it just kills me it. oh no no i have that picture in my head i think i'll try and find it we'll have to post it You're, we're gonna have to post it now so people know what we're talking about Little <laughs> absolutely oh there's a few of those but that's the one that killed me i know i remember uh, it was around the level of surprise surprise <laughs> I don't think I don't think anything's ever topping surprise, surprise. 
that one hit legendary status like that's in there forever <laughs> like that meme i sent to uh, michelle and she's like this is giving surprise surprise vibes <laughs> <laughs> yes. and i just loved it even more i think yeah. it was a cat one the cat was making it was. biscuits <laughs> it's yeah cats. it's all, it's cat all about all the, the cats we love the cats <laughs> Oh, all right. Yeah. So I've got our first story that uh, ironically is about chicken. <laughs> okay. Well, it's, the cat would like to eat the chicken. Absolutely. Go right into this. So this one I find really funny because I know a bunch of people. And I'm not going to say the name of the store because if you know, you know. And if you don't know, text me and I'll tell you privately. But I know a bunch of people who work for a company that used to make people do these types of meetings every oh, single shift. Great. Right? So this one really cracked me up. And I know a bunch of my friends, they're, they're going to feel this straight through to their core. <laughs> so it's from an online message board. None of my friends sent this in before anybody tries to go after somebody. It's online. Don't know who wrote it. But he says, a few years ago, I took a marketing position in a UK-based company. After a brief training, I realized that I had to carry a wooden sign in a supermarket every day and stand there and promote various products. There was no specific time schedule. I could stay as long as I wanted and go whenever I wanted as long as I reached my sales goals. At the end of the day, we would all gather at the company's offices. Our manager would step in while the speakers played the song Pretty Green Eyes at maximum volume. And then the show would begin. We would ring a bell. We would have a cheery round of applause for everyone who reached their goals. But what about those who had almost reached them? We would form a circle and that person would stand right in the middle and act like a chicken because apparently they chickened out instead of hitting their targets. Oh, oh no. And... He says, if anyone's phone rang in the middle of this show, they'd immediately have to drop and do 10 push-ups. Oh, that would take me a while. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't be coming back up. (laughs) It's like, I'm just going to stay down here. Yeah. Yeah. So now my friends never told me of a shame portion of their show, like that making fun of them and making them act like a chicken is borderline abusive to me it's uh they never told me about that but they they would have every shift at the beginning of their shift they'd have to do this big like a pep rally and yell and scream and do little chants and show how enthusiastic they were to be at work so i had to do this one to show them that even though those meetings were pretty bad it could have been worse you didn't have to act like a chicken in front of everybody you worked with (laughs) see it i'd be the idiot acting like a chicken anyway because it's funny clearly i yeah i have no problem with it but in front of all my work co-workers like no that feels degrading i would not be okay with it yes yes that's i think that's the problem is being forced to do it so yeah that's not not cool cool, cool at all Mm -mm. but Really kind of funny that a lot of companies think that those motivational meetings have any effect on your performance. I don't know if fear of humiliation should be the proper motivation. Right? <laughs> I think that's outdated and should never Positive have been. But 
positive reinforcement, not uh, negative consequences. They do so much better to motivate people. Yeah. So, but I that's okay. So. Yes. Well, so, yeah, next know. time you're having a bad day, at least your boss isn't going to make you stand up and do the chicken dance in front of all of your coworkers. Unless they are. And then it is a bad <laughs> <Unless> day. <laughs> then the day just Then got tell worse. us about it. 100% <laughs> tell us about it. Well, find another job and then tell us about it. Mm, good point. <laughs> well, are we uh, are we ready to get back to cats? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. This one is from Charlie, as I said, our number one fan, he says. So he's giving a bit of background first, just to lay the foundation for the story. He says, I worked for a residential construction company as a service technician. Part of my job was to make sure that the tradesmen came to finish or service any work relation problems in home construction. He's using obviously fake names here, and he's written it like a play. Act one, under control. It was 10 a.m. when I showed up to the Johnson's residence. As I went in, the key was left to me by the homeowner, obviously. I checked as per my list the items that needed to be fixed. As I approached the kitchen, I noticed a note from the homeowner saying, please do not let the cat out of the basement. Keep the door closed. I got the note and I attached it to the basement door so as to make sure that the guys read it before opening that door. After that, I left and went to my next job. Act two. All hell broke loose. No. About three hours later, I went back to the Johnsons to check to see if everything had been done. I walked in and started to check the repairs and everything looked good. As I walked farther into the house, I noticed something furry running around in the mm. kitchen. Uh-oh. It was going around the kitchen island. Well, mm. it was the cat. <laughs> and oh, the cat no. did not notice me until I went to the other side of the island. And that is when things went sideways very, very fast. The cat looked at me and instantly the hair on its back stood up and it lunged at me without any warning. It grazed oh. my right leg. Oh. And all that came out of my mouth was a loud F, 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 F. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, I managed to boot it away from me a bit. Of course, it landed oh. right in between me and the front door of the house. Damn, he says. As if the cat knew how to block my exiting away from it. It launched at me again with such a ferocity that I ran for my own safety into the main floor, <laughs> half bathroom. And I closed the door as fast as I could. But not before the poor FFF thing got stuck between the door and the door jam. Even then, oh, yeah. the cat was trying to get me with one of its paws. Now, I'm trapped in the bathroom by a crazy cat. My leg is bleeding and I have no way out. Every time I did try to open the door, there it was, waiting for me, with the hair up on its back, hissing at me. I tried several times to get out, but I couldn't. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> and the cat was fine. I don't think he kicked it hard. He was just trying to no. get it away. <clears throat> no. Just so we know. Act three. <clears throat> Finally out. So oh, boy. I called my boss and I explained what was happening. He said he couldn't do anything about it, and he was laughing at me. <laughs> My co-workers, they didn't want any part of this demon-possessed cat, so I was trapped <laughs> in the bathroom for about two hours before the homeowners came back from work to rescue me. 
not before they performed an exorcism on the cat. They laughed at me or at me. I mean, who knows? <laughs> okay. So obviously the workers let the demon out of the basement. Yes. And uh, I mean, I've had that where like somebody's going through the house and I tuck the cats in the basement and say, please don't let them out because I don't want them to get out. There was a good reason that little thing was tucked right away. <laughs> Yeah, that's a very territorial Ooh. animal right there. Um, yeah. It does happen. It does happen. I just, mm -hmm. uh, I love, I'm sorry, um, don't <laughs> hate me forever, but I love picturing a grown man hiding in a tiny half bathroom from a probably, you know, at most 20 pound ball of fury. It's, that's going to be my happy place for a while because that's really funny. Oh yes, I I like to imagine that too. <laughs> right? That <Big> said, <laughs> cats are vicious. Like mm -hmm. they are. <laughs> they can get that way. Yeah, when they're actually angry or scared, which this one was probably more afraid and wanting him out because he didn't know him. And to that cat, we're like the jolly green giant. Like we're enormous. Mm -hmm. But hey. that's still really funny. That's like. <laughs> That's right up there. I don't know if you've seen those videos online of grown people being chased by chickens. <laughs> I don't know why, but those just, they, they hit something in me. It just makes me laugh. I love watching people being chased by chickens. Well, we've again, really got a theme going today. Birds. We got chickens <clears throat> yeah, and do. cats all day long here. <laughs> there was a cat when I was a kid and mom would take our neighbors, David and Brandon camping with us. And then yeah. vice versa, we'd go with their family sometimes. And this one time we were all packed up, getting into the car and this, I don't know where this cat came from, but it was, pardon the language, he's batshit crazy. It like <laughs> jumped at Damon and was trying to attack him. And then mom got it off, but she was just bleeding oh. like crazy. I believe oh. we had to go to the doctor before yeah. we could go camping. Because who knows if it had what was going yeah. on. We don't even know what stirred it. Like we have no idea. It wasn't the best start to camp. Yeah. No. And then remember Alia, mom's yes. cat at, um, like when I, That's... I think Alia came home when I was in grade 11 and I was so excited because I'd always wanted to have a cat and she didn't like me. She didn't like she anybody. She didn't like anybody. But mom and uh, her husband at the time. And yeah. uh, that was it. Like, I remember she'd hide in bookcases. I'd walk by, bam, she'd get my nose. Yep. And my friends. Like, she was, she yep. actually, like boots, but actually vicious, would chase me up the stairs. She was scary. Cute, but scary. She would, I was standing in the kitchen one time making, I think, grilled cheese sandwiches. And she came in. I didn't <laughs> notice that she'd come in the kitchen. I'm just standing there. And she rubbed up against my foot. So I looked down and I'm like, what? Like, what? She's never. <laughs> so I looked down at her and she pauses. She looks up at me, realizes it's me, hisses, scratched my ankle so bad that I bled for like 20 minutes <laughs> and took off out of the room. I'm like, what? She's like, I how dare you fool me, woman? <laughs> right? <laughs> she was uh, an amazing cat. little cat. She was special. She did start to warm up a little bit after a while but mm -hmm. not really not really she loved her mom, mom and and the, her husband and that was like you said that was it vulnerable mom's cat now is very nice she went through a hissing yeah. stage but she's she's sweet and she looks like our bean and and felix so I know. We have, it's a great it's habit amazing club. she's sweet she's got very pretty green eyes and 
she's just you can tell how much she loves mom like even in the car she always travels with them it's quite cute that's awesome um, anyway anyway all right so we're gonna do this forever so i'm just gonna move right along um so this one came in from an anonymous friend and i understand the need for being anonymous here so we're gonna be really careful with names and stuff but thank Mm -hmm. you friend because this one wow thank you friend wow send more thank you uh yes send more because uh i i just know if you've got this story i just know you've got stories (laughs) all right so friend says i used to be a restaurant manager of a takeout pizza place on a tuesday night i received a call at about midnight from the shift manager who had been there for about three months saying that there had been a robbery so i got out of bed and i headed to the store the shift manager had called the police and we arrived at the store at about the same time. So we went in, get the story out of what happened. As the new shift manager had said, he closed the store at about 11 and he proceeded to open up the time safe and the other safe and left them both open as he oh. was standing, right? As he was standing at the front counter, a girl about five feet tall, weighing about a hundred pounds walks in the front door which he just happened to forget to, to lock, carrying Convenient. a knife, right? Carrying a knife and says that she wants all of the money. So mm. he puts everything, including the deposits from the night and the previous night that were in the time safe, in a bag and gives it to her. Mm. Now here's where it gets really weird, because that part wasn't weird enough. I love, I love this. Here's where it gets really weird. She then guides him to the washroom in the back and ties him up to a handicap wall bracket and leaves out the back door. Hmm. So everything sounded so off to me. So the police officers there are taking notes and I ask the shift manager said, why did he have the time safe open when he wasn't taking any deposits to the bank? He said that he thought he was supposed to open it and leave it open until he goes home. (laughs) Yeah, that's the purpose of a safe. Leave it wide open. So obviously this is not how he was trained. So I asked him another question. I said, why did you leave the front door unlocked? He says he just forgot. He forgot to lock it. Mm -hmm. But the last question was the best. I asked him, how did the five foot tall, 100 pound girl with a knife in one hand tie you up while she was still holding on to the knife at this point the police officer put down his pen and just stared at him the shift (laughs) manager right shift manager leans back in his chair smiled and that's how you know he leans back smiled and said he wasn't going to say anything else without a lawyer what a smug little turd right So the officer says, well, I've never heard of an innocent person in a robbery investigation ever ask for a lawyer. The guy got up, put his keys on the counter and walked out of the store with (laughs) no proof of anything. He completely got away with it. But then Hmm. my favorite part of the story, the guy had the nerve to show up for his next shift. (laughs) Wow. Right. (laughs) What an idiot. Why would you come back? Anyhow, apparently our our friend says, I told him very impolitely to leave and never come back. That's fair. That's, there's just so much there. So much there. 
Like a little yeah. five foot tall, hundred pound girl with a knife in one hand, scared. I understand. Give her the money in the till because it's not worth bleeding over, honestly. But that's about it. Like that whole thing, start to finish, is just wrong. Okay, so now we've had <laughs> two stories with two grown men trapped in bathrooms. <laughs> However, I would say the first story with the cat. I can see how that would happen. I cannot yeah. see how this would happen, except no. that it was probably that guy's friend. Because it had to be one the cat would be scarier. <laughs> right? I'm sorry, but if a tiny little five foot tall, hundred pound chick walks up to me with a knife and says, Go to the bathroom, I'm gonna look at her and laugh. And we're like, I'm sorry, but I've got like a foot. I'm almost six feet tall. Well, not quite, but I like to say I am. I'm about five nine, but to me, that's close enough to six feet tall to say that I'm six feet tall. Okay. Like you're, you're this tiny little like you're child sized to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can stab me, but you're only going to get to stab me once, and then let me tell you how it's going to go. Like we're going to fight, and I'm probably five times bigger than you. So let's go. Also, I'm thinking, yeah, okay, if somebody came to the front till you don't know if they have a car full of people waiting to come help, but to go to the back to be tied up, no. And then to let somebody tie you up with one hand, like you're right there, she's right there. You can't tell me that there was no point at which you could have knocked that knife out of her hand. Or you're ran. in the back, nobody can see you. Yeah, why didn't yeah. you try to run out the back door? Yeah, exactly. But more importantly... Because... Why did you think that a time lock safe was meant to be opened up and left open at well, any time? I mean, I know there was no proof, but I think we all know. Like, oh yeah, I would assume red flag number one, that was open. That was most likely mm -hmm. on purpose. Red flag two, both of them. Red flag three, the door's mm -hmm. unlocked. I mean, it goes on and right. on and on. What a, there's there's yeah. too much circumstantial evidence here. And then when he smiled and asked for oh, a lawyer, like come it's on. the smile because yeah. I've been in positions where things have gone wrong and the police have been involved and they're asking you questions. And there does come a point where you're like, I might want a lawyer at some point, mm -hmm. but I have never, because fortunately in my situations, I've never been asked questions about things that I've actually been guilty of. So I've never asked for the lawyer. Because I'm always like, there's, there's no reason for me to hide behind a lawyer because I've done nothing wrong. And no, a lawyer exactly. really is a shield. So if you've done something and, you know, maybe, maybe all of it was just him being stupid. People make mistakes. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But why would you ask for a lawyer if you did nothing wrong? And then they came back the next day. I yeah, bet, and then you um, for your next shift. I bet right. after uh, our friend got over the shock of seeing that guy, it probably felt pretty good to throw him out. Oh, definitely. I mean, that's all he could do, right? He's, there's no proof yep. for anything else, but at least he could do that. So, Absolutely. Good. That's that's crazy. <laughs> so yeah, friend, you've got a great story there. I kind of feel like if you worked with it one person like that, you you've got more. Please send us more because that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Oh, Thank man. You. Guess Out, what? Yeah. We're going back to cats. Because <laughs> I got Charlie's second story here. <laughs> Amazing. 
And it's again, well, he's working. It's the same type of construction thing. So, and again, we're okay. in acts. So act one, beautiful morning. <laughs> I love it. It was a nice, cool summer morning with a beautiful sunrise. My first job for the day was a water leak. No problem. As I arrived to the Johnson's residence, we're just sticking with the same name. Awesome. I was approached by the homeowner and she warned me about her pets. She was leaving to go to work. Cats and dogs, they will be roaming free in the house, but not to worry. They were very friendly. Well, thank God this time. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> just please do not leave the front door open. I was the first worker in the house and I went up to the common bathroom and opened a hole behind the toilet where the water leak was ahead of the plumber so it'd be ready for repair. I was doing the drywall repair and painting too. As usual, I did what I could to help and then I went on my way to another job before coming back to finish this one. Act two, what is happening? No. So three hours later, I came back to finish the repairs. Opened the front door, and to my knowledge, all the pets were accounted for. The plumber did his job, and it was ready for me to just put back the drywall in place and paint it. So I did. And on my way, I went. About three in the afternoon, I received a phone call from my boss, asking me if I had any problems and if everything went okay on the Johnson's house. I said, yes, everything was perfect. Then he asked me if I could go back and do more repairs. So I was like, what's going on? He said, well... The firefighters were there, and they need your help. Not to worry, everything would make sense once I got there. Oh, Act three. Oh, my. When I get there, <laughs> <laughs> the lady of the house ran up to me with a very worried-looking face and says, Charlie, we need your help. We can't find one of the cats, and the firefighters can't find it either. But we can hear it on the main ceiling, and we don't know where it is. By then, the firefighters had broken open a few holes in the ceiling looking for the cat. No. Oh, my, indeed, I said. The cat may not be in the ceiling, guys. It may be in the wall behind the toilet on the upper <gasps> bathroom. So between the time the plumber finished his job and my coming back to seal the hole on the wall, one of the cats went inside the hole and possibly fell asleep. Oh, no. I would never have imagined that something like this was could happen. So, yes, I became known at work as the guy who traps cats on the wall. <laughs> the, the cat was rescued safely. Don't worry. And he says, I guess after these two stories, he's like, P.S. I do like cats and I have three of them at home. <laughs> so I guess, oh my you God. know, it didn't ruin his love of the feline. But um, that poor cat. Well, <laughs> oh, my gosh. And think yeah. about all the repairs he probably had to do because the firefighters were tearing up the joint. <laughs> I would have been too. Yeah. If I if I heard my cat in a wall, oh mm -hmm. my yeah. I would lose my little mind. That's mm -hmm. um so I yep. hope he knows now that cats love to investigate small dark little cave type areas. Don't mm -hmm. seal any more up. Oh yeah, my no gosh. Kidding. You've got three at alone. home. You got to make sure you have all three cats accounted for before you fix a hole in the wall. Kitty cat head count all the time. Right. That does remind me of like years ago when I had three cats, like Forrest, Jenny, and Oscar. Mm -hmm. And I was in this place, and you'll know because you and Dave would come over um, to take care of them, and Jenny always needed medication when I'd go away. And there was this like crawl space. 
And yep. it's like you walked in, the bedrooms and bathroom downstairs, you went up for the kitchen and stuff. And she, there was this small little opening, apparently, at the back of the crawl space. And she could get basically underneath, behind mm-hmm. the tub. And you guys could hear her. You're going crazy. Mm-hmm. And you guys finally found her. Like, I don't even know how to get her out. I mean, you did. I don't know if she came out or you had treats, but you did get her out. Treats. And I think I went back and I either put something in the way or I just like nailed some cardboard over it because we're like, oh my God, because she did it to me a few times afterwards. And like Jenny, like she was tiny, like Twixes. And yeah, that was, that's what it reminded me of. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it reminded me of. We had put something there, but because we knew you were renting the place, I didn't really want to cause any permanent. So we had put some cardboard or something and put a box in front of it, hoping that she couldn't get in there yeah. but uh yeah apparently she was smart enough and got back in there that was terrifying i'm not gonna lie <laughs> well um, she was pretty little she was yeah. she was shyer than the other two she and was very she, shy she was shy and she had to have medication so she didn't like mm-hmm. either she didn't like any of the situation so yeah. but she wasn't like yeah she was maybe shy of people but she didn't attack them like that one cat. yeah <laughs> yeah oh jenny so she yeah. was a great kitty, but yeah, she, uh, I was going to say if I knew then what I know now, cause now I know how to repair drywall. I had no idea then how to do it. And if yeah. I had the knowledge now that I had, then you would have come home to holes in your wall. I was terrified, <laughs> like terrified, but instead, because we didn't know how to fix drywall because we were very, very young. We just, mm-hmm. uh, we went the treat route and I, I knew enough about cats to know, like, we shook the tree bag and I knew we had her attention. And then she had a little bit of wet food. So we put a little bit out where she'd have to come all the way out to get to it. Yeah. And then we hid. That's smart. And we hid in a spot where Dave could drop the cardboard down behind her the second she was fully out. Mm-hmm. So she inched her way out, got to the plate. Dave dropped the cardboard down and she turned around to go back in and saw that she was trapped out of it. Oh, was she mad? Oh, <laughs> but oh, I was, yeah, the relief. Let mm-hmm. me tell you. Oh, I bet. That was terrifying. It was a horrible day for me. Sorry. No, it's Sorry. okay. It's okay. I was just terrified because I loved those cats. They were so sweet. Mm-hmm. So they sure were. But anyway, we're going to move on to a funny story because I like to end on a happy note. And this, unfortunately, has nothing to do with animals of any sort. No chickens? No chickens. No cats. No cats. Uh, All right. I know. Stay with me anyway. It's a short one. Okay. Okay. (laughs) It's titled, A Terrible First Day. Hmm. So it's from a message board with this person. She says, I had just hired a young man for my office and it was his first day on the job. And in his first hour, one of the fluorescent lights went out. I asked him if he wouldn't mind changing it, and of course he didn't. He hopped up on a desk, switched out the light bulb, and properly jumped down. As he landed, the seam of his pants blew out. (laughs) He looks mortified at the sound of tearing fabric. Oh my god. (laughs) I, ever the professional, cracked up laughing. With tears in my eyes, I told him to go to the bathroom, take off his pants and give them to me, and I sewed up the seam for him. Oh, lucky she had that after work, like a sewing set. Right? Can you imagine having your new boss sewing up your pants on your first day of a new job? 
No. She says, I knew from that moment that he was going to be a great employee. I guess so. Right? At least I tuck your shirt. (laughs) Right? A shirt maybe could cover the bottom, but... Uh, I don't know, man. It depends on the tear. But yeah, <laughs> that's the kind of thing that would happen to me on a first day. And that is actually why I do always have a sewing kit with me. Or if I don't, it's because I have access to another outfit that I can put on. Because I don't. Yeah. I should, but I don't. You should. <laughs> you, well, you're not as clumsy as me, so it's not the end of the world. But I have torn my pants at work. I've torn my pants at a friend's house. Me and my friend, when I was a teenager, we were screwing around and she kind of shoved me. And she shoved a little harder than she meant to. I went flying into a wall and my pants caught on a nail that was sticking out of the wall and ripped them all the way from like my crotch to my knee. It was, but it was on the outside, not my inside, because the, no. the nail, right? Even still, though, I made her give me a dress, and then I never returned the dress. I'm sure Terrible I've friend. ripped mm. some of these things. At least it wasn't at the gym. I do remember being a little kid, and Dave and I would, like, climb over this fence to go out to the fields, which is now, like, a train track. Like, the C train goes up there, yeah. and there's yeah. rows, but... I think there was an opening, but the the landlord people would always fix it. So I'm climbing over, but I got caught. So I was stuck on the top. These chubby little legs. I'm stuck. And I finally got down, but I sure as hell ripped my pants getting down. Maybe no, it was my friend Carla is with. And uh, that was pretty horrible. Yeah. Pretty horrible indeed. That was probably elementary school, but uh, not great. It was not a great situation. No, it's it's never fun when you rip your clothes. I've had it. So everybody knows I worked at McDonald's. I mm-hmm. had a lot of great stories from there. Um, but this was actually, so the, the tearing my pants before didn't actually do it. Tearing my pants at work, I was, again, I was at McDonald's when that happened in the freezer. And I don't even know what I caught them on, but I tore them pretty good. I had to call your mom for a ride home from work because I didn't want to walk home with this massive tear in my pants. Why not? Um, right? But then the worst one, and thank God I wear undershirts. And I always have, and now I mm-hmm. always will. Because we're getting the delivery, and we're putting it away. And I was a manager, so I have one of the button-down shirts. Mm-hmm. And I grabbed the cart and I pulled it into where near where the freezer is because it was full of French fries. And as I was pulling it, the guy on the other side of it didn't see that I had it. So he pushed it towards me. And one of the boxes got in under my buttons and ripped my shirt wide open. Buttons flying everywhere. Oh, no. And I'm standing there in a room with like four guys. They're looking at me and all of them, you can tell they're doing the... We want to laugh, but three of them, I was their boss, and one of them was the delivery driver, and they're all like, do we laugh? Are we going to get in trouble if we laugh? Like, what's... I just... I started dying, because I'm wearing an undershirt. I don't care. So I'm just like... I'm laughing so hard, I can't even stand up anymore. Oh, my like, God. I've got one guy, he's sitting on the ground, like, laughing. We're all in tears. It was amazing. And that was the one where I'm like, sewing kit. So now... I always either have a sewing kit or access to another outfit right nearby because I have learned my lesson now. Well, and usually restaurants, they often have some extra shirts and stuff, but not always. Yeah, but we didn't. 
We did. Naturally, I was of working not. at uh, no. I was. We did at our main <laughs> store, but I was working at one of the ones that you see in the Walmart. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. No. So there was no storage for anything. Like we would get shipments more often because we didn't have enough storage just for the food that we needed for how busy yeah. we were. Oh dear. So yeah, it was, we didn't have anything, but fortunately, like I said, I was wearing an undershirt and when we were getting the delivery, those generally come at the end of the day anyway, just cause it's easier that way. Yeah. So I just kind of tucked the shirt back in and it didn't matter that I only had like two buttons left because again, undershirt fully covered. Yeah. So I buttoned up the best I could. And I mean, if I didn't, I guess I was in a Walmart. I could have gone out and bought a sewing kit, but that didn't occur to me at the time. I just put the buttons in my pocket and went home and fixed it. Yeah. Well, at least so, you survived. You're okay. I did survive. And it was a, thank God I had an undershirt. That's all I'm going to say. I always had. And now I always, every time I have a button up shirt on, you better believe there's an undershirt under there. I have learned. I'm trying so hard learned. to connect this somehow to the, all the other stories because all the other stories we could sort of weave together a little bit. But I no, mean, the only thing I can think just of to is end on a laugh. I mean, there's probably chicken nuggets there, but that's about as close as I can get. <laughs> there was definitely chicken nuggets there. And, oh, but uh, I, yes, I guess that wasn't the story. Well, that was your story, not the other guys. <laughs> A bonus story, no, if we will. That's a that's a bonus story. That's a remember to keep a sewing kit, because mm -hmm. or keep another outfit. Because I can't tell you how many times I've seen a wardrobe malfunction and saved it because I had a sewing kit. Because I learned, I learned very young. Good. So good for you. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Disasters. Okay. Yes. They well, can be embarrassing. Thank you, everyone, who has sent your stories in. And we are hoping yeah. that people are going to send in those Christmas stories and also stories for the contest. So you still have the some contest. time for both. Now, the Christmas episode yep. is next week. So if anybody's got some work, Christmas party stories, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Because we would love to tell everybody about them. Yes. And somebody asked me and the answer is yes. If you send in a Christmas story, it does still count towards the contest. That's right. Um, any stories you send in go towards that contest and we'll be announcing the winner. I don't have that paper in front of me. What day did we say we were announcing it, Jesse? It was in January. It was like, I don't know. We'll have to. <laughs> we are Our first so episode organized. in January. Cause yeah, I'm which so is the third January 3rd. That January 3rd is when we are going to be announcing our winner. We knew and that again, the whole time. <laughs> when you send in your stories, let us know what uh, what gift cards you want and whether or not you want to come on the podcast with us directly. I tell you, it's a lot more fun than it sounds. We have so much fun recording these. True story. Tell you, don't be shy. My voice is terrible and I do it anyway because it's so much it fun. It is not. Don't, oh, please. I've never Anyhow. liked my voice, but now everyone gets to suffer with it. If I suffer, you all <laughs> suffer. So enjoy. <laughs> yeah, well, I think your voice is fine. So <clears throat> send those stories. <laughs> send those stories to IWCCTPodcast at gmail.com. 
And come join us on Facebook at If Water Coolers Could Talk or Instagram, IWCCT Podcast. Yeah. Uh, that's where we post all of those memes and pictures. Jesse's got her cats up there. Those and Halloween Jasper. costumes were adorable. And Jasper, sorry. Oh, I don't know why, but I always assume Jasper's a cat. Probably because well. he's so little. He's the size <laughs> of a cat. He's adorable, though. I love that little neurotic guy. He is and neurotic. Yeah. <laughs> well all right all right all right all right, all right. i remember guess remember to rate and review <laughs> and uh yeah we'll see you next time around the water cooler that's right stay hydrated my friends <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.